What is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Flip the Switch. My name is Ashley, and I unfortunately do not have Haley with me today. She is busy working a 50-hour work week um, leading up to Christmas, so my thoughts go out to her, and I miss you, Haley. Um, but we do have an exciting guest today, someone that most of you have probably heard from already, but some of you might have not. Um, we do have a lot of new listeners, and I'm super excited for today's guest, um, if you guys know, um, I have been friends with this guest for almost a year now. I think I met him in about January, around Christmas, around New Year's last year. Um, and he is making serious moves, serious moves in life, serious moves in his career, serious moves professionally, personally. And he just has so much wisdom to share, extremely motivating, extremely inspiring with everything he's been doing. Um, and I just can't wait to get a life update from the amazing Craig. Craig, how are you? I am amazed. What an intro. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. I didn't know that I was uh, that guy, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. No, I'm so excited to have you here again. So for anyone that doesn't know, Craig was with us um, for episode 36, and now we're here on episode 52. So there's a reason that he's coming back. Um, like I said, he's been making extreme moves um, in a lot of different areas of his life. And um, I actually met Craig through my boyfriend. Um, so my boyfriend, Austin, is Craig's cousin. Um, so kind of met him through the vine, um, but so extremely thankful that I did meet him. Um, and we just have a lot to talk about. I am so excited. Um, so for anyone, this is for anyone that didn't listen to episode 36. Um, anyone that doesn't know who Craig is, um, if you do know a little bit, we're just going to get a brief intro again. Um, but Craig, why don't you just start, tell us who you are, tell us a little bit about your background and where you're at in life in this very moment. What's been going on? All right. I'm just going to break the ice with it. This is being, uh, I'm currently recording this from uh, and talking to you from the woods of South Carolina in a 1999 school bus that I uh, spent the global pandemic of COVID-19 building. And yeah, it, it's very surreal right now. It's, I'm, I have a lot of emotions while, while I'm talking to you just because I filmed that last episode with you when I was in my bedroom at my grandparents' house in Richmond, Massachusetts, where I was converting the bus. And the amount of growth, both personal, mental, physical, just... I have grown so much this year, more than any of the 27 years that I've been alive. It's just really, really cool to have that perspective of what was I thinking and saying and what were my views, you know, before I had this bus built. And then now I get to kind of share the after for anybody out there that has a crazy dream that they don't think they can accomplish or everyone around them in their circle is saying like, oh, are you sure? Or, oh, no way. Or that's not for you. Or I, I did something that I would have never in my lifetime ever believed that I was capable of. And it has opened up a new part of my brain that truly now understands and believes the power of speaking things into existence. And even more so than that, just trusting the process. I mean, every hike you've ever been on or any metaphor that I could go through of climbing the mountain or whatever it is, like everything is done one step at a time. And it's dangerous with social media to look at the people who are on top of the mountain and just wish you were there or not understand how they got there. It's, it is very simple. And I learned it this year. You only have to take one step at a time and just take those steps every day. Don't take days off, just slowly at a pace that works and is comfortable for you and you can manage, just head towards that goal. And then the next thing you know, like it's done. And it is insane when you stop focusing on the goal and you start focusing on the process. It, I have gone through a change that I, I hope that I can and do justice to on this episode to just try to explain. Mm -hmm, for sure. And I love that you brought up the process because that's definitely something that we're going to talk about a little later. But I really want to start with the Craig right before he got the bus. So I want to know, did you, you know, for anyone that's trying to go after something that 
kind of makes a big pivot in their life or they're really trying to start either from square one and build up something new or just do something that they've never even thought they had the power to do, but they've always wanted to. Would you say when you were at this moment in your life, did you, did you have a plan? Like, did you say, okay, like no days off, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. I want this done by this time. I want to have the bus done by this date. Did you let yourself have any sort of freedom with that or were you by the books and had a plan and you set yourself accountable in that sort of way? Oh, what a question. Um, the answer is going to probably surprise a lot of people. Uh, I feel like my process is a little unorthodox in the sense that a lot of the stuff you see packaged up with a bow on it from these online, uh, motivators and mentors and stuff, um, is always, it sounds great. It's like, do these three things every day for success. Or there, there's some sort of like a, not cookie cutter, but a rigid kind of way of success. And I think that's one of the biggest things I learned is the first place to start where you're thinking, okay, I want to be successful at this thing. You have to know yourself first. It will all stem from no amount of information can work if it doesn't work with you as a person. So some people are like, I get up every day at 4 a.m. and I hit a hard heavy workout for two hours from four to six. Then I take a cold shower and then I read a book and then I write down a gratitude list for the day. And then I start my day with a meditation. That's not, that is not for everyone. And I think that a lot of like these things are being forced onto people. And and the reason why it doesn't work is because you try to go from living one way and then you just uproot yourself and plant yourself in this new soil and it's difficult and like the roots don't take and you kind of start seeking the comfort of like, man, I kind of want to go back to what I was doing. So self-awareness was definitely like at an all time number one priority for me. It was like I isolated myself and COVID helped so much with it that I stayed at my grandparents' house. Uh, My New Year's resolutions this year were no alcohol and no women. Um, in December, obviously you, you guys know, uh, I'm not going to overshare on the podcast. I went through a, a, a breakup last December. It was actually exactly a year ago yesterday that I left Sacramento and, um, I got home to Massachusetts and said, okay, 2020 is coming. That's, that's a very definitive restart. You know, everybody has new year's resolutions and that starts a new cycle. So I said, this will be the year. You have nothing to lose. You need to set really big goals that are going to put you in a position to be able to succeed for the rest of your life because it really does only take one year. A lot of people like New Year's resolutions always last like 30 to 60 days and then everybody falls off and then a few people hang on for another 30 to 60. And as the year goes on, people are dropping like flies on these resolutions. So I am very proud of myself in the sense that I was able to identify the areas in my life where things were holding me back. And I had always gotten the short end of the stick in relationships. I, and it was all meant to be, and it, it landed me where I'm at. But now this far into the year being sober and putting myself in the position to be able to start having these internal conversations of what does make me happy? And I want to sit here in silence, frequent, not like for five hours a day. I just make a little bit of time to build a relationship with yourself. Know what makes you tick. What do you believe yourself to be capable of? And build a relationship with yourself. And and it will be incredible when you first feel what it's like to start being like, oh, okay. Now I'm starting to under, okay, this this is good. I'm self-reflecting. I understand what I value in life. And now from here, I can build a plan that's going to benefit me. And and that's basically how I did it. But it was never a rigid, like I was in the military for eight years and this process was not a militant type of like regimented thing. It was just me constantly checking in with myself. Like, is this working and where could we make changes? And it was really that simple. I love that. I love the idea of 
cutting ties with the things that no longer serve you or the things that don't fill your cup as a means of kind of launching a new project. Because I love the kind of way that you compared it to New Year's resolutions. It's it's usually by the time like December 31st rolls around, we've written all of our goals out on a piece of paper, which I'm sure, you know, I love, you love, a lot of high achieving people love to do. But then there's this high expectation that if this isn't what we do, then we failed ourselves. Whereas if you completely made this plan purely as an ode to yourself and something that you believe is good for you and is the next step, I think that's so much more powerful. I love that. And it does not surprise me that you've been so successful or have been completely on track with when you wanted to finish the bus because you did finish right on time. I remember like watching your Instagram and seeing the countdown and you reflecting on the days and seeing how long it had been because you really didn't take any days off. You really didn't, not from what I know. Yeah, I. so I just want to put this out there that um, it did not dawn on me how big, because here's the thing, I don't really do things for the sake of like, once it's accomplished, I don't have a desire to like brag or sit back and be like, yeah, look what I did. It's, it's, it's a much deeper thing. It's like, I'm optimizing my performance and my feelings through the process. So the actual true accomplishment of the goal almost feels underwhelming because the process of getting to it was the whole bread and butter. I mean, I worked, I did not take any days off and the only real quote unquote days off that I did have, um, I injured my back really badly and I took a couple of days off, but that was me laying in bed, like unable to move. And then I had uh, two weddings that I attended and two funerals that I attended. So there were no like planned, like, oh, I'm going to sleep in and this is going to be great. It was a, it was a, a real grind and it didn't come to my attention what I had accomplished until afterwards. And then other people were saying like, I cannot believe what you accomplished in 200 days. Like there were people messaging me like crazy. I mean, my, I left Massachusetts last Friday. So here we are Sunday, nine days later, I, in, you know, in the last nine days, I've gained almost 6,000 followers on Instagram. And my DMs have just been on fire with people saying like, these builds normally take people like one and a half, two and a half years. And I don't know. I just, I never really did it for any reason other than I was so focused on the process that like the goal showed up way sooner than I had had really anticipated, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I want to linger on that for a little bit. Now we're going to stick on the process. Um, Do you have any, any, what's, I guess I'll phrase this different way. What was the hardest day or the hardest moment or the moment you look back on and you were, you're saying to yourself, I don't, I don't know if I was going to make it through that day, or I really wanted to quit that day, or I just wanted to take a week off after that day. Um, (laughs) Do you have any of those? I wonder, I have an idea of what you might say, but I'm curious if there's any untold stories. I think one of my favorite untold, I have two stories that I've never really told and they, um, they are very, they're, they're funny to me because it's kind of. I don't look too deeply into like negative things. I don't believe in like bad karma per se, or that people are cursed. I think that as long as you focus on your plan for your life is in a way not up to you. The universe truly is what decides everything. So as a human, I say to myself, I love this woman. I want to marry her. I want a family. This is what I want. And I believe this to be the life for me. And then things happen, whether it be disagreements or lying, cheating, stealing, whatever it is, something happens. And then you're not with that person anymore. And you're sad and you're upset because your idea didn't come to fruition. And as we had said on the last episode, I believe, one of my favorite things. It's an, I guess it's an expression or a quote. I don't remember who said it, and for that I'm sorry, but it is, man makes a plan and God laughs. Now, not in the traditional sense of like any one God, I, more universally spoken, but you can't 
as a human being, be attached to ideas that you have because you truly are doing and going through and learning and experiencing everything you are supposed to. So if, if, if you lose someone or you gain someone or something happens, you have to accept that information positively and know that it is for you. You would never have anything happen to you that wasn't meant to happen to you. And so to get back to like, I did have a, a very, very low day. Um, so this was in the middle of COVID and in the middle of summer in Massachusetts. So the bus had been a complete hollow shell with the 20 inch roof raise and three and a half inches of spray foam insulation on all the walls and the floor, which is basically in a hundred degree summer heat inside the bus, it gets up to like 130, 135. So I'm in the bus working on my floor plan, like putting tape on the floor to figure out where stuff's going to fit. And I'm sweating to the point of, I, I swear, I think in, in my life, it was the most I had ever sweated in ever. <laughs> um, it was getting in my eyes. I couldn't see. And I was just drenched in sweat, but there was nothing I could do. I had the doors open. I had a fan going. I was doing everything I could, but I was getting really frustrated with the fact that I just kept trying to plan. I would put the couch somewhere and then it would affect the way that I could put the kitchen counter and I was moving things around and I started getting frustrated because I couldn't really see it in my mind's eye. And I had like this total moment of just like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I seriously, like I'm nervous and I think I'm going to make a mistake. And what if I... I just started doubting myself at, at that moment of like exhaustion and being overheated and frustrated and, and anxious. I wanted to know my floor plan and here I am with this bus and I don't even know where I'm going to put my bed or my shower or my sink. And so I had this really, really deep moment. I stepped out of the bus and there was like a cool summer breeze and I was just like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I am over planning. This is what I call paralysis by analysis. I am just sitting here overthinking everything. I'm just going to start building and I'm going to start with one area and I'm just going to, once that area is done, I'm going to build the bed platform. Then I'm going to build the bathroom walls and I'm going to piece this thing together as it comes together because I'm much better off working towards a goal than sitting back and just overthinking and planning and changing my mind and going back and forth and accomplishing nothing. And so that moment pivoted me into what is still insane to me. So this bus, there is no floor plan and there has never been one drawn or there are no schematics. There are no nothing. I built this thing like a puzzle, one piece at a time, and everything just got put in however it fit in here. And so to be getting these compliments from people off of like the bathrooms of Instagram page saying like, this is the best design I've ever seen in a school bus. That right there is proof that you don't have to have a plan. You have to have a work ethic and no amount of planning is actually executing your goal. Like the only way to execute is to execute. And so I learned that in the heat of summer, sweating my buns off in this bus. And um, yeah, that, that, that moment was probably the biggest turning point of um, stop thinking and start doing. That was it. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I have listened to a lot of podcasts from people a little bit older than me. So I'm 21 probably people at least 10, probably 15 years older than me. So in a different generation than me. And something that a lot of people say is that with younger people, you know, people your age and my age and younger, um, they typically say that people our age, you know, when things get hard, they just quit. So people think, you know, oh, when, when things get hard, like I'm not meant to do this. You know, Craig's in the bus and he's all sweaty, doesn't even have a floor plan. And he goes, okay, well, I'm just not meant to do this, I guess. And then people quit. Or people slowly start to catch themselves quitting when they're in that situation and they say, well, instead of going back in the bus and working and piece by piece putting things together, I'm just going to take the rest of this day off to think. And I love that you brought up paralysis by analysis because that's exactly what that is. And in my opinion, I 
find myself stuck in that sort of a pit a lot of the time. Um, and it's so important to remember, I had really good advice from a friend one time and it was something as easy as doing an assignment for college. I was in like a statistics class and I was like, I don't want to do this assignment. It's so hard. And it can apply to a, apply to a situation as small as the one as I'm giving or as big of a situation as Craig building his bus is that it's always easier once you start. Once you start, it becomes easier in smaller, smaller, and smaller increments. Not saying that the whole process is easy because that's not what it's about, but I love that you sort of lead by example in that way that you don't let yourself just sit back and overthink and overanalyze and rather you'd rather chip away at things piece by piece and have things become easier as they go. And I will also say, I saw the bus while it was being transformed into what it is today. And I saw Craig saying, this is going to go here. I want this to go here. I see this. I want this. I'm ordering this. And there's so much behind closed doors that you never see. And that's a lot of what people on your Instagram are seeing right now is, you know, you see the finished project or like you mentioned earlier, you see someone, you know, on the podium with the Olympic medal and yada, yada, yada. And you say, oh, well, they were meant to do this or they were born to do this or they have this work ethic. But really the process is what builds all of this. And I think you're such a good example of that. You are, you are unbelievably sweet. I, I'm humbled that the fact that like, for anybody who listens to flip the switch, like Ashley is 21 years old, like, and my cousin Austin, her boyfriend, like you guys, I'm 27, about to be 28 in February. I was not having these conversations at 21. <laughs> like, I was not having these conversations at 24. I was not having these kind con- like, I am so proud of you guys and like the generation of people and whoever listens to this, like for real, if there was anywhere I could like put value that I believe I'm, I'm just an echo chamber of everything that I've heard and experienced and tried and failed and succeeded. Like all I'm doing is repeating things and information that have benefited me in my life. And like you just said, you see the guy up on the Olympic podium and you're just like, oh yeah, it must be nice or whatever. But you don't realize that is, that is 0.01. Standing on a podium with a medal is the least important part of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like so- nobody, and, and I think it's Gary V or somebody else. I'm not trying to claim anything I say as like my own original thing that I'm going to make merch about. But someone somewhere says you can watch someone on YouTube or Instagram work out and do 100 push-ups every day and it's never going to put a single muscle on your body. You have to execute. You cannot watch. You cannot plan. You must execute. Now I'm saying you cannot plan. I just mean. Once you have a plan, don't just go over the plan and then tell people how excited you are about the plan. Like even myself, I learned that like once I kind of had a good sense of the direction of the bus, I caught myself just talking about it all the time. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And at the end of the day, that's not getting you any closer. Like talk is cheap. Talk is free. And execution is where everything gets done. The reason why people like Kevin Hart and The Rock and all these like really mainstream media people, they are applauded for their work ethic, not their accomplishments. And I think people are misseeing what it is. It's work. It's if you aren't like, what else is there to do? Sit on your phone and watch others succeed or go succeed in your own life. And it's, it's a very fine line. I mean, you have to decide what you want for your life, but you have to truly mean it. And I think there are people who would thoroughly enjoy sitting back and watching others. And I love that. I mean, there are people who have all sorts of pasts and goals and aspirations, and I'm not trying to tell anyone what's for them. I just hope that this jars, you know, something in you to sit down and have that conversation with yourself. What gets me going? And let's, let's do that thing. It's life's too short. We got to go do it. It's true. It's true. And on the flip side of that, you know, You think about it too. I I listened to another podcast recently where she said, you know, I hear a lot of people say life's too short and whether or not you believe life's too short and let's say you believe life's too long. I mean, you have a long life to live. 
And what are you going to do? I mean, what are the stories are you going to, what kind of stories are you going to tell? What sort of adventures or journeys are you going to go on? What sort of limits are you going to push yourself to? And if you think of it that way, it's like, I have this whole landscape of things to do. And yet I can find my own little corner of the landscape where I can really excel or I can really make myself feel something or I can make others feel something. And that is a really good segue into my next question is that if anyone's been following Craig on Instagram, which if you don't already, you definitely should. We'll go over all of his information at the end. So stay tuned. But on your Instagram, especially in your most recent posts, you talk a lot about being the change or now that you've built the bus, you want to spread this sort of good in the world that you've created for yourself. Um, talk a little bit about the ways that you're doing this and why you feel this way and kind of how you are implementing change, not only in your own life, but in people's lives that you've touched that you might not even have met yet. And yet again, Ashley with an amazing question. Um, whew, uh, all right. So I will start that answer with, uh, my perspective has changed so, so much about what I believed success to be. I think the internet is doing some damage to a lot of youth who are being inspired by 17-year-olds who dance on TikTok and make $100 million. And they think that, that they're entitled to that and everyone should. I, I am a very firm believer in life isn't fair but not in the negative sense of like, well, life's not fair, poor me. I just mean everybody gets what they're supposed to get. You should be looking at your life positively for what you have and not comparatively to what you don't have because now you are looking at your existence through a negative lens and you are making yourself to feel and appear lesser than another human being. And no one is making you do that but you. And that is so dangerous that, and it's common, and now you're seeing it in the mainstream, like with memes and stuff, where it's all of a sudden now popular to make it funny that you're saying how depressed you are. Like there's all these memes of people like laying face down in puddles or like, it, like depression has become funny and mainstream. And it's a dangerous thing that should not be joked about. Like, I I want everyone to love themselves. And I just want to provide the information that may have someone go, oh, my God, I've never heard that. Or there's a lot of places that just don't get access to the information that they need to change their life. And it doesn't take much more than hearing something once and your your whole spirit goes like, oh, my God. And once you hear something... For example, it's always easier to relate to negative, unfortunately, but like, let's say, for example, you just found out, oh my God, my girlfriend cheated on me. That feeling of all of your emotions immediately in hyperspeed shifting from content, peaceful, happy, loving, they aggressively and noticeably shift. That same idea can happen and does happen on the positive side. So maybe someone hears this and it changes their life. That's all I want to do. I've changed mine. I'm not trying to become wealthy or famous or like the whole goal of this, no matter what happens at my core, my core principles are make the world around you a better place. And as a result, you make yourself a better person. There's nothing selfish about it. There's nothing wrong with that. And imagine if all 340 million people in the United States were on this wavelength and this is how they spent their time and they thought, how can I add value? How can I help? Instead of how can I judge this person and why can I be jealous of them and why should I feel bad for myself? Wake up, love everyone around you, including yourself, and see the world around you change. It's that I'm so passionate about that. I mean, it's, it's going to be something that I am very grateful to have found as my purpose at 27, because like Gary says, and I love Gary Vaynerchuk for a million reasons, but what he says is you will be amazed when you get to 47 years old 
and you feel how young you feel. Everyone looks at age as if they know. They're like, oh man, I hope I have kids and a wife and a house at 30. Okay, hold on. <laughs> like, you are 22. You haven't even lived the eight years between now and 30 where you, it's just stop setting such rigid plans. Like take what the universe gives you and just like focus on the day-to-day step-by-step way of loving everything around you. And like, that's the move. That's the wave. And I'm not getting off. I love it. I love it. I love that you prioritize the present. And, you know, I'm definitely someone that's a planner and looks to the future. And obviously with a project like what you've been working on, you know, it takes reflecting on your past and what you want for your future. But the primary focus is on the present. And I think that that's just such a rich way to live. I love that. Um, But one thing you mentioned, too, is to prioritize, you know, serving other people while also serving yourself instead of judging people. And I think that finding your true self or sharing the things that you love or the things that, you know, light that fire in your stomach and whatnot. Sometimes people are afraid to show those things in fear of being judged. And so people find themselves living inauthentic lives, not feeling real, not feeling like they're living their true purpose to what they should be doing feeling like they don't have the right friend group or that they're not surrounding themselves with the right people. And so I wanted to ask you what you would say to those people who feel like they're trying so hard to be more real and to be more authentic. What would you say to them? Like the key of being real and authentic in my mind. And as I've said, like I'm just presenting information, not to be right or to be wrong. This is just another piece of information for anyone listening to take or leave. And it's okay to do either. But (laughs) now that I've prefaced it, I think in my own personal life experience, to be authentic truly means, and a lot of people say it, I don't care what other people think. I don't, it doesn't matter to me, or I don't care what happens, or there's become this new comfort in the world we live in, where people believe that by not caring, you have insulated yourself from failure. And what you actually just did was build a failure wall around yourself, and now you live on fail island. Because non-activity and non-execution is failure. Everyone in nursing homes, you hear all these stories about Uh, if you could do anything with your life, what would you do differently? Like that these questions they ask elderly on their deathbed and they're like, I wish I took more chances or I wish I, it's always a wish for something that they did not do. And so by saying you don't care what other people think, or you don't care what happens or whatever your safe place is where you tell yourself that you don't care. Um, you got to stop going there. You need to, instead of trying to go be comfortable and like acting like you don't care about stuff, you need to care about stuff. Like the most important thing you can do is care and you need to care about yourself and you need to care about other people. And so to, to become a better person, stop saying you don't care. Stop acting like it doesn't matter. Everything matters. You should care about everything. And that is a really good place to start for some people because it doesn't take getting up at four in the morning and taking an ice bath. Like it's not hard to just be positive. Look at these famous people or whoever it is that you idolize or the people who are doing things that you wish to be doing. Look at them as proof of concept. If this person danced on TikTok, and made all this money, then that just showed me that in the universe I live in, someone can dance on TikTok and make that much money. So now it's possible, and it's been proven in front of me to be possible. And now I'm going to learn from them, figure out what they did, and I'm going to emulate what they're doing because it's successful, and I'm gonna see where my own creative spin can be added so that I can have fun with it and enjoy the process of chasing this goal. Don't look at it as, oh my God, I'm so sick of hearing about so-and-so or diverting to some sort of comfort of 
belittling their success of like, oh yeah, everybody goes viral. Like that she just got lucky or he just got lucky or right place, right time, or it's all in who you know. Don't st- like negativity is the thing that holds everyone back. The truth and authentic self that you're looking for starts with being honest and real with yourself. That's it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know really how to help other people understand it because I'm not like the best at explaining it. But you just you always know when you're being you and you're acting like yourself and you're thinking the things that make you happy. And that's the place where you want to go. And I, I think it can be done no matter where you live. Put your phone down. Stop scrolling through Instagram. Take three deep breaths and feel your chest fill up with air. Breathe out. Like you are a living thing and that's not a forever deal. You don't have time to be wasting like I'll get to it or oh maybe later or, oh sometime down the road or like why are you acting like time is just this expense that you can spare? It's worth more than money. So if you're wasting all your money on fast food and living paycheck to paycheck with no plan of how you're going to get off of that program. You're doing the same thing with your money and your time. And now, and now you've reached this point where you don't feel great and your life isn't what it is. And you, maybe you don't live where you want to live and you don't have the job that you want to have. And instead of saying, Whoa, I should hold myself accountable because I'm here because of my own decisions. And this is my fault. That's a very difficult thing to admit, but what everybody does instead of that is throw judgment and belittle the success of others around them to try to bring them down to their level and be like, oh, they got lucky. That doesn't take any skill or that it's just the wrong mentality. I mean, it's just everything in front of you is proof that anything can be real. And if someone did it, that means you could do it and you need to believe that because that is so true. And I can tell you, as literal proof, I did a thing that I had seen other people do, and I did it. So now I'm living with this proof of concept within me, and now I'm going to set the most insane goals of my life, because life will give you anything you ask of it. And I am really, really excited to be able to confidently and happily and and eagerly be working towards goals that are so much bigger than the old self used to think were were even going to be something I would be doing in my life. I love it. I love it. I don't know how long the answer to that question just was, but if anyone can hold on to what was just said or go back and listen to the last two and a half, three minutes, of what Craig just said, I mean, you need to keep up with this guy. I mean, I seriously, I just remember one of the first times that I truly got to know Craig was him, Austin, and myself were just sitting in a room and just talking for hours about things that blew my mind and things that made me realize things that I didn't even know about myself before going into it. And I'm just telling you that surrounding yourself with people that force you to level up, whether that be in your immediate circle or on your Instagram feed or who you're friends with on Facebook or who you connect with on LinkedIn or who you see getting your coffee in the morning. I mean, people like Craig are the people that force you to level up. And I just cannot be more proud of you, more thankful for you. Um, And I just think you are something so special. I have two more questions for you before we wrap this up. Um, I want to end kind of talking more about the bus and your journey with that. And so I want to ask you what your favorite thing or the best thing in your opinion for you that you think the bus has given you, what this whole process has given you, what the capabilities of having this mobile home has given you. um, And if this is something that you even anticipated being an outcome of this whole journey? So I had a moment. I've only been, so for context for everybody listening, I bought the bus on May 8th of this year. In exactly 200 days, it was done being converted. And last Friday, I left Mass for uh, South Carolina. So 
nine, the last nine days, really the last six days, I've actually been here at the campground by myself in the bus, like truly alone with my thoughts, surrounded by the things that I love the most. Now, if you guys haven't gone and checked out the bus, I only encourage you to do so because it defied what I believe, like <laughs> the whole school bus community of Instagram is so amazing and supportive, but I just, I don't know. I've never seen so many people so excited about something. And like, the, these are, these are not like nice bus. These are like lengthy comments and messages from people saying like, I'm so proud of you. What you've done is incredible. I love how you did this, this, and this. And it's just, it's crazy because I very selfishly built this for me. I mean, this is my space. This is like my mobile dojo. Like I put in a full espresso bar with my two like holy grail dream machines. I have the rocket uh, grinder and the apartamento in like a special edition and it's color matched to the bus. I have a beautiful big 56 inch glass fireplace that I sit in front of while I read. I have a beautiful shower, a very comfortable bed. I used all of my favorite materials. I have cedar, whitewashed brick, marble, tile. I even went as far as pushing myself on the build spot. Like I've never done this technique. It's a Japanese wood preservation technique called shusugiban, which is basically the act of burning wood to preserve it. When you burn the wood, insects and mold and moisture basically deem that burnt wood as like an uninhabitable thing. So you don't have to worry about rot, insects. It, it lasts basically forever, but on top of that, it looks absolutely stunning. So I really pushed this build and not to brag, but it's getting... I mean, I've already in, in the nine days it's been done, I've already accumulated over like 1.3 cumulative, 1.3 million views just on my bathroom alone. And I haven't done any tours. I really haven't even gotten into the promotion of the bus. I mean, word got out quickly that I built something amazing, but it was really for me. So that's what's crazy is that so many other people also think it's cool, but I never ever built this from the standpoint of this is what the people want to see or like I'm doing this to be cool like the whole layout and everything in here every material from the hardwood flooring to the sink to the handles on the cabinets I built designed and with the help of obviously my grandparents my father my mother my brothers sisters like there was so much help so I don't want to take credit for doing it alone but the majority of all of this was on my shoulders and I'm just, I'm blown away at what it feels like to be in my space. I wake up, I make the most amazing coffee that I could possibly make for myself. I sit down in front of the fire and I just am, I've never been more at peace in, in my entire life. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. I'm so happy. Like off the back end of, never having been more stressed or working harder or it's I, I know that the material things around me are are great okay I I do love my and that let, let me stop though because I, I do want to talk about material possessions for less than a minute I won't keep going everything I own in this world is either on this bus or in this bus and that is it so in addition to like this great feat of work and design and building and accomplishment, which fulfills me inside, I have also downscaled my life to tiny living and I only have the things that I truly need. And from here, the only things I want to add to my life now are not material items, they are experiences. Like from here, this conversation is the highlight of my week. I was so excited to get on this podcast and have the opportunity to come back and and verbalize and record and have a physical saved copy of my current thoughts in this moment because 
If you looked at my life as a heart rate monitor, this is a huge spike. I am at the top. I feel, I just feel so great and, and proud of myself and accomplished. And instead of going out and buying myself a new something to celebrate, I'm turning around and I'm giving back to other people to share this emotion. I want people to feel like this. So I am going to be launching later today on my Instagram at underscore just doing my thing underscore. And I'm giving away $1,000 for the holidays. I'm going to pick 10 random people to give $100 to. All you have to do is go to my page and check out the, uh, the Christmas giveaway that I'm doing. And I'm also giving out a grand prize of like a new pair of shoes. To I, I, I'm just trying to share the way I feel with others instead of selfishly trying to level myself up. I will always make the world around me a better place. And as a result, that is what's going to make me a better person. And I, I just, I love you guys so much, everybody. You are something, Craig. You really are. This is so awesome. So special. So amazing. And the last question I just want to end with is, where are you going? Where are you going next, if anywhere? Where is the next destination that you will be traveling to? Yeah, I am. Um, what was it? Man makes a plan and God laughs. So last night, um, my plans completely changed and I'm okay with that. That's the thing. I was going to go to Florida and shoot a YouTube tour video for tiny home tours. And I was really excited about it because their videos get millions of hits on YouTube and shout out to tiny home tours. I love you guys. Um, and I will get to that, but there have just been things that have developed in the last few days. And I believe now the plan has changed. I may be going to Colorado very, very soon for a business opportunity that um, I still can't believe that. <laughs> I don't want to say too much. There is, a, there is so much in the works right now on many different fronts. I have opportunities to just do so many amazing things. And that's what I'm, I'm trying to show you guys. Like This is the proof. All I'm doing is trying to make the world around me better. And the universe is giving me the things I need to do that. The reason why you don't have what you want is because it's for selfish reasons. You want the newest off-whites. You want the newest Yeezys. Or you want to stun on Instagram with a new chain or a grill or a watch or a house or a vacation or a girlfriend. That's for you. And the reason the universe is making it difficult for you to get there is because you need to shift your perspective and do things to make the world around you better. And the universe will throw it at you. My phone. In the last four days, sitting here trying to plan my next move, the universe has been throwing fastballs at me. I have so many opportunities in front of me, and there is no wrong choice. And I owe that to listening to myself and the universe and the people around me. And just truly, I believe what I'm saying. Like, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm not trying, I'm just trying to cheer you up and encourage you and prove to you that like, if you do what I do, which I'm not saying is right or wrong, see what happens. Try it. You're willing to try these keto diets or these 90 day challenges or this. Try what I'm saying. Love the world around you as much as you can and try to add value everywhere that you see a possibility for it and watch what happens. That's so awesome. What a mic drop to end with. If anyone's <laughs> away from this, I, it's exact. I mean, I can't even pinpoint a favorite part of my, of this episode at this point. It is just so amazing. And I'm so grateful to have had you back exactly like we promised that we would. And if anyone hasn't listened to the first episode and you just want more of a full round picture of where Craig came from before he had the bus and the beginning stages of having it and just to pick his brain even more, please go listen to episode 36. That was so much fun. And this, I just can't even fathom how amazing this has been to one, witness you finishing the bus and just living your life and doing what you love and being around the things that make you happy and just seeing you completely transform because like I said, I met Craig about a year ago this time, and it is just night and day on what changing your perspective can do for you and surrounding yourself with the right people and doing things for yourself that are good for you and 
not feeling so regimented and thinking that you have to be like every other successful person in the world. I mean, you are living a very, very, very rich life and rich in the sense that you are living based off of your experiences and you live with what you need and the people that you love. And I just cannot even say any more about how amazing of a role model you are. I am so thankful to have you in my life and to have you on the podcast. And I hope that everyone has enjoyed listening to this. I know that I have. And I just want to give you another minute, Craig, just to talk about where the people can find you after they listen to this episode. Okay, I'm going to be quick because I don't even want to talk about that. I want to talk about flip the switch and you. But I will say if you guys want to find me on Instagram, I am at just doing my thing with underscores on both sides of it because I am trying to buy the un-underscored account from this guy who doesn't use it. Sideline. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the whole mantra behind this is like just doing my thing is because I do not want to be put in a box. Please don't call me the guy who lives in a bus or I, I want to be everything that I can be. And I don't want to get put into a box. And I don't know exactly what my thing is because I like coffee. I like fitness. I like motorcycles. I like travel. So like I'm just doing my thing. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's my thing. And I'm proud of it and I love it and I want to share it with you guys. So if you didn't mind following me on Instagram, I think you would really get a lot of benefit out of some of my content. Um, bear with my dad jokes and some of my uh, weird quirks. But Ashley, and just flip the switch, anybody who listens to this show, this is gold. This is more important than anything else you're listening to. Like if you're not in the active pursuit of trying to better your life, don't sit around and wonder why your life's not getting better. Stay here. Listen to these episodes. There's 52 of them. Stop watching Netflix. Stop doing nothing. And like, be the change you want to see in the world. That doesn't start with seeing the change you want to see in the world on your screen. You have to do it. No one can do it for you. And I believe in you. Ashley believes in you. We're spending our time putting this information out there for people to hopefully find it. And so you could never, I could never, no one could ever thank you guys enough for what you do because 52 episodes is a lot. And I'm just, I can't believe that you wanted me on in the first place. And now to be back here, I'm going to finish this up with you right now. And I'm going to go back and listen to that episode that I first did, because I think that is going to be absolutely insane to be on the back end of of basically proving myself right, not in the sense of patting myself on the back, but just as a proud moment to see that if you don't quit, you don't lose. And and that's that's what I want you guys all to know. And, and I love you guys. And just go get it because you deserve it. Oh, thank you so much, Craig. This has been so much fun. I can't wait to listen to the episode myself. I think we filmed it or recorded it in either May or June. And now we're here in December and things are just looking bright. I'm so happy for you again. And thank you so much to everyone who is listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Um, if you like today's episode, um, please give Craig a follow on Instagram. And also you can follow at flip the switch pod on Instagram. Um, and if you have any recommendations as to who you want on the podcast, please send us any guest recommendations any topic recommendations, or if you yourself want to be on the podcast, please let us know. Um, but again, Craig, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who listened. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.